Hello, everyone. This is Rick Sapio. Welcome to another edition of our podcast for Business Finishing School. This is a principles and tactics call because it is the fourth Tuesday of the month, and we like to release this as we have for the last nine years on the second, third, and fourth Tuesday of every month. And the fourth Tuesday of the month is principles and tactics. As you know, the first and uh, I'm sorry, the second Tuesday of the month is financial success, and the third Tuesday is mindset. We believe that there are three legs of the BFS stool. You gotta have all three. You have to be clear on the principles and the tactics, the mindset, and the financial success. All three are very important. So we're going to talk about a principle, and it's a long-term principle. But the overriding uh, operating values that we hope that the people listening to this have instilled into their family, into their children, into their relationships, into their business, into their um, entities that they're involved in, whether it's nonprofits or whatever, is simplicity, probability, and leverage. And all of your decisions need to be put through this. I can tell you that most of my failures in business are because I did not honor simplicity, probability, and leverage. Simplicity speaks for itself. It's a complex world. It's hard to get anything done. I call it electronic sludge. It seems like no matter what you're trying to do, uh, electronic sludge fills in, and it makes things harder. So you have to focus on simplicity as an operating value. Probability means only do things that are increasing the probability of the stated outcome happening. And I think too often we actually fight against ourselves. And lastly, leverage. Look for things that leverage already existing infrastructure, already existing relationships, and already existing entities that you have. So if you're going to do a new product, have a product that is related somehow to what you're already doing because startups are really, really hard. So... Uh, as we say on these calls at BFS, we believe that being an entrepreneur and creating value is one of the purest forms of self-expression and fulfillment in the world. We're fulfilled because as human beings, we want to create value for other people. We want to make other people's lives easier. We want to feel fulfilled and on purpose. So our big objective is for you to be the best entrepreneur and business person that you could possibly be. Our tagline is... Uh, your blueprint to exponential business growth and success. And I love hearing from you individually and the people that are putting the modules on the ground every day and operating this way have had incredible results. So just really happy about that. All right, Morgan always says to me, Rick, get right to the point. You always do too much background, but we need it. Part of being in business is to be a drum beater for what you stand for. And if you think about your relationship with your significant other, uh, you don't say I love you and then you move on and your spouse says, well, you never say I love you. And you say, well, I told you that 15 years ago. Don't you remember? No, I love you is a drumbeat. You need to say it several times a day, every single day. And so is your purpose. And so is simplicity, probability, and leverage. It's a drumbeat of BFS. It's a drumbeat in successful organizations. So I'm really serious about that, that these 
things that we teach or drum beats, it's not going to be the flavor of the day with us. So if that resonates with you, if it resonates with you that, you know, I'm not looking for a quick fix. I'm looking for long-term success. Now, I'm getting into the theme of this call, this podcast. When you think about really successful companies and really successful people, they think very far out, and that informs what they do this minute. So think about it. If I know that I want to live to be 120 years old, and I'm 20, say, I'm 20, I want to live to be 120, that means I'm going to live for 100 more years. That's going to inform and direct what I do the next moment. Do I drink alcohol? Do I take intravenous drugs? Do I do stupid stuff? Do I drive 120 miles an hour? So super long-term thinking informs short-term decision-making. Here's the rub. You have to be crystal clear on where you want to go. So if you decide that you want to have a company that lasts 100 years, that's going to inform what you do today. It's going to inform if you take on far too much debt or if you build a bad culture or if you um, get involved in business transactions that have a low probability of success. So interestingly, I'm going to be talking about this because it's a topic of two important things happening in my life. Number one, a book that I'm writing that will come out sometime in 2020. And the theme of our 17th business finish, business finishing school event, which will happen in March. It's the first weekend of March 2020. And the theme of that event is leveraging a legacy mindset. And the sub-theme is immediate results through long-term thinking. You see, when you think really long-term, it creates the opportunity to open your mind with complete and total clarity for what you have to do right now. And one of the modules, module three, I think, we talked about uh, in the program how when you get married, if you, on the first day of your marriage, you sat down with your spouse and you said, I envision 72 years from now, when we're 95, I just envision us sitting uh, on a couch, looking outside. We could see our great-grandchildren playing on the lawn. There's a warm fire behind us. We're sipping hot cocoa. We're looking into each other's eyes. When you create that clarity, the long-term into the future, it informs what you do now. You see, if you have that clarity long-term, that means when you get into a fight, you're not running to a divorce court because the long-term strategy and clarity informs the short-term thinking. It's no different in your business. When Southwest Airlines sat down and wrote on a napkin, this is our original business strategy, and we're going to keep that strategy for four decades. They were serious. They kept that strategy and enabled them to be one of the most profitable companies for 40 years. And it's incredible how most people today believe that it's about change, 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 change. I believe that it's about permanence. It's about putting in writing with complete and total clarity where you envision whatever it is you're talking about 100 years into the future. And when you're clear on that and you've done the work to be clear on that, 
it completely and totally gives you clarity for what to do today. And that works for anything. That works for health. That works for relationships with your kids. That works for primary relationships with your significant other. That works for businesses you start, businesses you own, businesses that you sit on the board of or you advise. So I firmly believe as I look around the world and examine what's happening out there, that the thing that is missing from society today is long-term thinking that leverages what you do today. And I've seen this in action. I mentioned this in the past when I met Loritz, a gentleman, he's about 70. And his great-grandfather wrote a uh, manifesto for the family. And the manifesto said, if, if you're in this family, you're going to stay married, which means you, be be- you, you, which means you better be very careful who you marry. It also means you're going to go to college and get a college degree. It also means that you're going to raise children who stay married and who put a, a, a extreme importance on education. And this manifesto, which was written in the, uh, during the Civil War, has created 300 offsprings. Uh, is it offsprings plural or singular? <laughs> it has created 300 offspring with no divorces and with college degrees. And it's incredible. And it was a manifesto written down with long-term thinking in mind. And that's why we're so focused on this theme for the 17th event, leveraging a legacy mindset and the subtitle, Immediate Results Through Long-Term Thinking. Now, Morgan had asked me, talk about the book. The book is all of the things that you need to concern yourself with if you want to have this way of thinking if you want to embrace it. Now, some people are afraid of it. I think that when you put that little device in your hand and you've got all those apps at your disposal and you've got Netflix and you've got YouTube and you've got distraction after distraction after distraction, that's a comforting mechanism. So you don't have to try to figure out what your purpose is. You don't have to commit to a long-term future with clarity. You don't have to do that, which means you don't have to decide what your next move is. You see, when I went through the, uh, I call it the Resurrection Project, my wife doesn't like that name, but I realized a year ago that I did not want the next 25 years of my life to be like the last 25 years. And so I cleaned my life up. I eliminated relationships, boards, business opportunities, stuff cleaned out my office, cleaned out my house, lost 30 pounds. And once I did that, I sat down and I said, okay, what do I want the next uh, 25 years of my life to be about? And that then, that clarity that came out of that exercise, which you can do, informed my next move. And I started taking actions that I would not have taken otherwise. And so I am a firm believer that The clarity that comes from long-term thinking will give you more clarity on your next move. I also believe if you can overlay everything that I'm saying with simplicity, probability, and leverage, you then have nirvana. And if you follow the average person around with a video camera from the moment they get up in the morning to the moment they go to sleep at night, and that video camera is running the entire time, you're going to find a tremendous amount of waste a tremendous amount of uh, regret, toxicity, uh, (laughs) over-electronified, I just made that up, 
you're going to see electronic sludge, which is when you've got all these screens open and you really can't get anything done. And it's funny. A lot of people say, Rick, you know, you're anti-electronic. And the funny thing is I am absolutely positively the most electronic person you know. All of our, the companies that we have are electronic. But we use what we need. We don't add more than we need. It's funny. You've got... Uh, you look at companies and they're adding all kinds of stuff. We need Spark Hire, we need Trello, we need Zoom, we need, um, uh, I don't know, I could, <laughs> there's so many now. But you just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. You know, you already have email, you already have your cell phone, you already get voicemails, you already get, uh, you're already getting pinged on all the social media. So every time we add something, I believe it's actually slowing us down. So it's very important that you overlay simplicity, probability, and leverage to the tools you use electronically and put tremendous thought into that. So I believe, and this is going to be my drumbeat for 2020 and beyond, is leveraging a legacy mindset because that's going to immediate, uh, immediately produce results today because you're going to make decisions today that are consistent with that long-term future. And to use one more example before we part, I have four young kids. Everybody knows that. Um, I started late. So as a 55-year-old, I've got a 5-year-old, a 7-year-old, a 9-year-old, and an 11-year-old. My wife and I have said since the day they were born, our objective is to raise independent, entrepreneurial, God-fearing um, uh, entrepreneurs when they're 18. So if I want that when they're 18, that's going to inform what I do today. So one of the things we don't do is travel sports because that completely undermines our ability to stay home and focus on the kids and focus on making them independent, uh, entrepreneurial kids. But we do focus them on how to earn money, how to build a business, how to stay in shape, how to be mentally sharp, all the things that you need to be an entrepreneur when you're 18. I'm not saying that that's your goal, but for us, that's our goal. And so it informs what we do today. And that's what we talk about at dinner when we have family dinners, which we have every night. And that's what we talk about on Sundays when we take uh, basically time out of our lives to spend together the whole day with no distraction so what we're doing is because we have that long-term goal for them at 18 it informs what we do today it informs what we read to them it informs what we uh, allow into the house it informs the relationships that we form it informs where we send them to school and what they learn so this way of thinking is absolutely revolutionary and yet it's so simple. You probably could have found this if you read about Stoicism 2,000 years ago. Uh, but I think we've got to reduce our addiction to yes. And we have to reduce our addiction to always finding the best next new thing. The new new thing, as they say. All right. I am signing off. Have an incredible day. I hope you enjoyed this information. Yeah.